0: everyone! Welcome to Swiping Sunday! I hope that something great happens to you today and that you enjoy this week's episode with my best friend Matt. We ended up having so much to talk about that I split this into two episodes so I hope that you enjoy both, but this week you'll get the first part and the second part will come out next Sunday. Enjoy! Lord help us, let's get started! Hello so.
1: everybody! <laughs> <laughs>
0: i have an intro for you but i'm not reading it with you why actually i can read part of it. i can chime in the way that you would like me to introduce you is that we're being graced with your presence but really this is just because i have no one else to do this with um we've been friends since we're like how old are you in sixth grade young 10 11 bar mitzvah we're yeah but i wasn't invited to your bar mitzvah
1: because you're ugly
0: you were still ugly (laughs) We had extremely different experiences in the city, even though we are best friends and the same age and living in Manhattan during the same times of our life. So I know that you have a perspective that a lot of people relate to and others will be interested to try to understand. So there are two things that honestly wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you. Number one is me staying in New York City as long as I did. I'm honored. And um, yeah, we'll have to start. From What's the number beginning two? In order to understand the rest what's number two cliffhanger stop what
1: (laughs) i'm nervous
0: was new york city always a dream of yours i need to know if it was
1: (laughs) was it a dream of yours
0: it was always a dream of mine i thought i was gonna move here and be a writer and live this fancy lifestyle and um i did part of that wasn't exactly minus the
1: fancy lifestyle
0: well i had a decent lifestyle but was it your dream no
1: no, I don't think so. Like I feel like I never really thought of moving to the city in the context of like what I think of it as now. It was always mm-hmm. just like the logical next step.
0: When did you decide to do it? Just after college?
1: Yeah, I mean I remember my roommate and I, like probably junior year of college, starting to. Or actually, I interned like going into my senior year of college, and that's when it was like probably more so like real. Um, when I interned in the city but I mean I remember talking like oh we're gonna be roommates we're gonna live in the city yada 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 and to me I was like it was never something that I really like fully thought of and then I was like holy shit rent's so expensive like life's so expensive my dad worked in the city probably towards the end of his career my brother one of my brothers um, worked in the city for his entire career so I think it was just like everyone I could think of in my immediate family it
0: was logical
1: it was it was the logical Choice and I like I knew I was going to be moving there, but I think that like when I was first looking at the city, I was like, oh, maybe I'll live in like Long Island City, maybe I'll live in Brooklyn, maybe I'll live in Hoboken, something like that. But we like pretty immediately settled, we almost moved to Tribeca, then we settled in Fideye. And I think that I wouldn't have been happier with like or happy with any other choice other than being in Manhattan. I think
0: why do you say that?
1: I don't know, I just think being right here in the middle of everything is what you like what fits my personality
0: definitely so you moved with your roommate from college Brett and then his friend Justin and then also one other person on kit?
1: yes so quick little background story on my roommate and I is that when we were like beginning the roommate process that summer leading up to like finding out who your roommate was my mom went out to lunch I think she'd connected on Facebook with someone that she literally hadn't seen in 20 years And she went out to lunch with the lady, and my mom's like, oh, my son's going to UMass. And the lady said, my best friend's nephew's going to UMass. And sure enough, they exchanged numbers. She gave my mom um, her friend's number and everything like that. And then my random roommate gets assigned, and sure enough, it's this lady's best friend's nephew. And now our parents are best friends. So cute. My parents go down to Florida to see his parents because they moved to Florida because they hate him. And then (laughs) Brett and I have been roommates for, like, eight years and have done everything but sex so it's (laughs) been quite the fruitful relationship to say the least
0: it's just a lot a lot of our friends
1: would probably question whether we have had sex or not but i can confirm on swiping sunday that it is a no so breaking news right here you heard it here first
0: breaking news i'm sure people were really concerned about that information well that's an interesting story though because obviously you guys are best friends for so long and i feel like you mesh pretty well so that's pretty cool that it happened that way
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, getting back to your earlier question, we inherited two roommates. Um, Like, as part of the roommate process, obviously, in Manhattan, it's very tough, I think, to live with two people, especially starting out. So Brett had a friend from his hometown, or Mm -hmm. mutual connection, I guess, through his girlfriend, um, that he actually wound up meeting on on birthright. Go Jews. (laughs) Um, And so they, they met on birthright, and then... This person's roommate from study abroad also became our de facto fourth roommate.
0: And you were in a two bedroom with fake walls or we're, one we're bedroom. In, we're in
1: a two bedroom flex to a four, but I'd say like only one of the bedrooms was not ideal. Brett lived in a, a little shoebox.
0: I mean, they were all fine. That's the whole thing about starting out in New York City. Like you have to understand that you're gonna have fake walls, or a curtain, or something. If you're we're gonna have just fake walls
1: girls are gonna have fake orgasms this is the <laughs> way this works
0: <laughs> that's such a diss to yourself like why are you admitting that you can't please a girl
1: no it was really just coming from my neighbor. My, it was coming from the neighboring room no i'm not I even gonna tell that, that out, i could just honestly. tell that they were fake <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god okay so but you actually also moved to the city and you had a girlfriend i did you forgot
1: it was a while ago <laughs>
0: How is it going? I'm like going. Hold on, out of order. hold on, like,
1: hold on. You're getting out of order.
0: Why do Why can't we go out of order? Because I want to hear
1: about what your what moving to the city was like for you.
0: It was fucking ridiculous. I chased a fantasy with my ex, and we got an apartment, and it was beautiful, and everything was great, and I thought we were gonna just live this happy, fun life in Manhattan, and it didn't really turn out that way. Um, he was a little bit overprotective and whatever it wasn't what we expected we didn't work out i ended up moving home for like two three months in the summer um because i we lived together nine months moved home for the remainder of the lease then i moved in with two strangers off the internet and we were never around at the same time one was in college and one had a boyfriend that she moved in with after so that was not ideal for me which is why i said a big part of me staying here was you because the I housewarming
1: just- gift i got you
0: shut the fuck up I just came and like hung out with you a lot and I don't know we became closer again after not being close for a really long time because we actually weren't friends well we were friends but like we didn't see each other or talk to each other much when we were dating our exes because both of our exes had a problem with myself and you (laughs) so yeah we can go into that do you think that that would ever happen again with a relationship I think it might happen why? Because I think it's bound to, like, change a relationship no matter what. Because we are e- there for each other the way that a boyfriend and girlfriend would be there for someone. So when you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, they're going to take up a lot of that communication and whatever.
1: Yeah, but I feel like we don't, like, text constantly, like, a couple or anything like that, thankfully. Or else no. I would fucking discard you in the nearest trash bin. I wouldn't do bin. either. Fuck off.
0: <laughs> no, but we text, like a decent amount and like we're always in communication
1: yeah but i mean i don't know i think like when i'm I, not even saying texting when, when I'm we constantly saying... talk about what we're like looking for in a significant other mm-hmm. i think that we talk about i mean i know personally we've been addressing this a lot recently in my escapades mm-hmm. is like an interest in someone like very independent and yeah. strong-willed strong-minded because you don't want someone
0: that's gonna that's who
1: like, i am boxes. and i think i need someone like that to like balance me out although like you could argue that's not balancing it out i just think i would kind of walk all over someone that was not of that mindset and independence and strong mm-hmm. personality yeah so i think that uh because of that i think that the girl I'm with will probably be hopefully confident enough in herself mm-hmm. that she doesn't feel intimidated by you.
0: No, yeah, I agree. I just still think sometimes, I don't know. It just depends on the situation. But sometimes I just think that the the opposite sex relationships, like, get hurt because of that.
1: I think it also depends on how, like, I don't know if you're ever going to get married. I think I will. But I don't know. It depends on how our respective relationships, like, start out also. Like, yeah. if they know us and our friendship, like, I don't know if that's going to be, I think that would be beneficial. Yeah. And then, like, if it's just, like, a some random girl that I it. met, like, on J-Swipe, which I don't even use, maybe that would be a different yeah. thing. But I, but I also think, like, you never know, like, the person that one of us marries, both of us marry, like, they might have a similar relationship, relationship with someone, with someone yeah. else that, like, it all becomes normal,
0: so yeah. to speak. I mean, I think it is normal, because I think, like you said about girl friendships recently you think that a lot of female friendships are opportunistic a lot and what
1: i can count in my hands the number of female friendships that i'm aware of that are not like opportunistic
0: that are not so you think almost all of them are
1: i think i think na- like friendships at this age i think are more so true and real mm-hmm. but i'm just thinking like back to like thinking back to high school college etc and Seeing how those kind of friendships evolved, it was always, like, oh, friends of a... Like, one of my best friends was dating one of their friends, and, like...
0: I think girls are just more easily...
1: They're competitive. Like, guys yeah. are, like, I don't give a fuck.
0: And girls I mean, are girls just I feel like, constant are bred competition. to be in competition with others. And we have, like, ingrained insecurities in our head from, like, day one. So I think it's just different. But that's why I think I like kind of have more guy friends sometimes because
1: you have got more guy friends sometimes
0: i think this sometimes (laughs) i have more guy. i don't even think i yeah i have more guy friends but the girlfriends that i do have like i can trust them with anything but like i'm fine with having two good girlfriends and then the guys i feel like are less even if i have like a deep relationship with someone like brett or something I just don't worry about him talking shit about me, which I probably should because you talk shit about me to my face all the time.
1: I think I think that's the key thing is, like, guys talk shit about each other to their face and then, like, girls talk shit behind their back. Yeah,
0: I guess that's true. Were you satisfied here from day one moving to New York City? Were you, like, happy?
1: I definitely don't think so. Like, I don't know if I'd say dissatisfied. I mean you can talk to this too like what was it like coming out of college and like were you at all ready for the real world and like no. what that entailed
0: no I also feel like I was constantly with people in college like almost every day of the week we did something and I lived with six people yeah because me and Kayla's boyfriends lived with us and then going from that to like living well with my ex first and then from that living to with two strangers who didn't end up being people that I like partied with or really hung out with at all it was like shell shock and i was also single for the first time since i was like 16 so i had no idea what the fuck i was doing and i got depressed and then that's why i feel like if i didn't have you as a friend and like i didn't make friends at work like sue and everyone then i would not have stayed here because i like didn't know i was like just felt alone all the time
1: yeah i mean i get the like initial alone feeling i just i don't think i had it for very long just with what like, I don't even know if it's an alone feeling. I would say, like, the city felt intimidating for a little while. Yeah. But then, like, it feels so empowering. Like, yeah. it felt so empowering so soon after. Like, you can laugh at this all you want, but I remember, like, working and, like, walking down Park Avenue and looking down Park Avenue and thinking, like, I want to own this. Like, that's the way my mind is, is just, like I like, I think the city is so empowering if you are able to attack it with the right mindset and say... I'm going to I'm gonna allow the city and I'm going to have the city bring out the best in me and I'm going to use everything that the city offers me to my advantage. Mm-hmm. I think that that's one viewpoint. But at the same time, if you're going through a hard time in the city, I think there's no probably worse place to go through it.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I'm just so mentally strong. I don't have to worry about that.
0: No, but you also <laughs> have different – like you have different motivators than I do. Yeah. Like that's my whole – the whole thing like no matter where I live I've realized like I have to figure out the right environment for me like I don't know how to explain it but you get motivated by being empowered with your work and everything else I literally am empowered by connecting with people like I really think that that's it I don't feel But what like, better place for connection but that's the whole thing is trying or to lack meet of new people <laughs> in the city when you're alone is Really hard like my dad used to tell me just go out by yourself if like I wasn't with you guys, which also going out with you guys I wasn't meeting anyone why because everyone thinks I'm dating one of you and then girl wise I met actually friends through you, which was great. My dad would say to go out alone like without you guys I said I wanted to meet new people and I literally tried going out Oh, I tried going out alone for Brett's birthday. Like I went there early alone but there you were celebrated still so many. No, for Brett's birthday, no, for Brett's birthday he said that's when I was coming to the Ainsworth. Okay. And I couldn't go with you guys for some reason. I think you guys were somewhere else before. I don't know. I wasn't as close with Brett then, so I ended up just like meeting you guys there, and I went alone. And I was like at the bar before like you guys got there, but it was other people he knew, I'm sure. And I just like stood at the bar, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't do this." Cause, Did like, he
1: find a man's?
0: No, like that's the thing. I feel like the only time that guys actually talk to you at a bar is after they're drunk. And that's when I don't want to have anything to do with them. Because I stood at the bar for like, I don't know. You don't like when I can't stand up? I can't deal with you. Continue. I don't like people like you. That's the problem. (laughs) This is why future girlfriend of Matt, you never have to worry about us because I would never want to subject myself to this (laughs) 24-7. I have enough. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, so it's harder than it seems, even though it's so full of people. It's very hard to meet genuine people. It's very hard to make connections with people who don't already have connections or who don't have this, like, idea of the type of people that they want to hang out with. There's just a lot more restrictions than you would think.
1: I think a big part of that problem, though, is, like, when, you, when we first moved to the city, like, look at the bars, like, you think we that we went to, like, in LES, East Village, whatever. Yeah, they were, like, trash Versus, bars. like, yeah, it's, like, college bars, like, an extension of college versus going out and, like, meatpacking for a drink on a Friday well, yeah. night or something like that, that we always used to talk about, oh, we need to start doing that. And then COVID hit, and then...
0: And then everything went to shit. <laughs> and then here we are. Yeah, I don't know. So, we have different... I love the city because when I do walk around, it is empowering. It makes me happy to like be in this environment. But at the same time, going back to your apartment alone, if you're not happy with like, if I'm not happy with the connections that I have, then I'll never be happy, which is why I feel like I, in every stage of my life, I have one very best friend, but it's changed like over time. Like, I think your time is coming to an end. (laughs) Rightfully so. You're motivated by different things. So I get that, but.
1: No, I mean, I, th- I I, definitely understand the need for connection. I think the big part of the issue is just, like, the way social scenes are built up in different cities. I think the social scene that maybe you would prefer is, like, I don't know if an elitist, like, not an elitist social scene, but it's, like, a a bougier lifestyle. Like, we all like it. I th- no, th- I, th- I do I, th- I No, but I think you would, like...
0: You think I'm bougie? No, I but I, I, th- I
1: think the connections that you're looking for are deeper or, than what are, people are, have are deeper but like i think that you would find them going to like a more higher end bar like you were just talking about like what the issue with like going we were just well, saying yeah like, the because issue going to the bars that yeah. we
0: used to go to yeah it was like you're, an not, gonna of you're, you're not gonna find a college you're not find a people are just guy or a girl yeah. there
1: that's like wanting to talk to you about
0: yeah anything serious yeah we have very different motivations in life maybe if i had like if if my job was centered around helping people and like or just like had a bigger picture that I like believed in, then I would be very motivated by my job. But that's not the case right now, so.
1: It's never too late to change. But it.
0: I still I've gotten three promotions, so I still do well. You do. I just don't care about it. Or not even that I don't care, but I just feel like I know I'm supposed to be doing something bigger or better. Like I'm not proud of myself because I'm not proud of the work. Like, but you can still you can still work. separate the two.
1: Like, you should still I'm be proud, proud that I got promotions. But that, like, but you could. Not I be... would be
0: so much more proud if it was something else.
1: Yeah, but like, there's other. Like, I think you can still do your job in another. Like, you there's so many you can do sales, right? There's mm-hmm. so many different things that you could sell that would make you happy and be truer yeah. to who you are.
0: That's true. Did you struggle with anything like that when you first came here?
1: I think like one of the toughest things that I was faced with kind of in moving to the city is realizing that you know I always felt like I was I felt like I was successful and in starting my first job and everything like that but then you get here and you realize like the levels of success that exist here and that you have to define that for yourself and I think that that's such a like important theme in New York in general I mean I think back to like one of my first years uh of working and i had a co-worker who was dating this girl whose dad was like the head of the uh financial institutions group at an investment bank and this guy had a standing reservation at le bernardine which is like one of the top five restaurants in manhattan mm-hmm. for lunch like every single day of the week yeah so, so that's, that's like chaotic. that's one person's like manhattan and success yeah and then there's people i mean and granted you have to think of factor in age and everything like that but i I just think that you kind of come to the city you meet people from all different walks of life a lot of people's parents are paying their their rent um a lot of people are not able to pay their rent like it's it's too like extreme extreme like dichotomies is that is that the right word I feel like New York City is just, it's like nowhere Any else. Any
0: stereotype that you believe can be true, but it just might not be true to you. Yeah. I feel like there, and like my biggest stereotype was, oh, I'm going to be able to go out every night like I did in college and like meet new people every night. And it was going to be this like fun yeah, place to meet new people like every day. And yeah. like that's not feasible for anyone unless you're very, very, very comfortable and don't need sleep. Like it's just not going to work if you have a job and like, don't have money to just blow on an $18 cocktail every night.
1: Yeah. I think the biggest thing that I think I was trying to, like, just get into is just, like, comparing yourself to other people. And I think that when I first moved, that was, like, my mindset because that maybe that was just, like, what I grew up thinking, like, in high school or something like that. But I think I got here and I was, like, I have, like, a coveted job, but I felt like I wasn't making enough versus Mm -hmm. now... I'm super happy with how how much I'm making, but I've also entirely shifted my mindset that like all I'm competing against is myself. Mm-hmm. I'm defining my success and what I want to do in life and what I want to accomplish, and I think that it's so easy to fall into a trap of oh this person has like a duplex apartment to themselves. Why don't I have that? Like I'm. Working, it's also I'm, just I'm, an I'm unnecessary thing for, for you I'm right now. I'm working twelve or fourteen hours a day and. Like, why am I not making that money or whatever like that? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's like something to accept that, okay, their parents bought their apartment for them. Like, they have a $2 million apartment that they're paying their parents half the rent. And that's the way it is. Like, that's the way the world works. You can't...
0: Not everything's going to be even and fair. Yeah,
1: everything's relative. And, you know, like, if you look at the opportunities that you're given and what you take... Do with them. What you do with them that defines success to me Mm -hmm. and like in my mind like I've like almost tripled my salary since I got to Manhattan and that to me is like humble brag no but that to me is like what I said like not directly something I set out to accomplish but for more or less something that I set out to accomplish was to like start building wealth for myself at a young age and something that like is a passion of mine um Mm. to just I eventually want to like own my own company and build a big real estate platform and that's my goal and to do that you need to have a nice basket of money to start out with Mm -hmm. so i I just think that like that's the way i kind of view those stereotypes and i think that they're all there a lot of them are true it's just you need to
0: realize that they might not be true for you they
1: might not be true for you exactly
0: that makes sense do you think that you would be happy somewhere else
1: um i've talked to my cousins about this because i i I forget where I was joking. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to I want to move to Denver. Oh, I want to move out west." And they're like, "You are the most New York person like I you agree. could never get out of Manhattan." And I like I love the pace of Manhattan, but it's always I guess the grass can always be greener on the other side. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I love traveling. I love going to places with nice weather. I love just like being able to relax and be outdoors and everything that comes with it." So I'm like, oh, would I enjoy living in Denver and being able to go hiking or go skiing, like, after work? I mean, it's kind of far, but whatever. Or being out west and being able to go to the beach or so on and so forth. But I, d- I don't think the pace would actually suit me. No. Um, as much as I want, like, I-, I think if I got out of, like, my current career and into something that was more entrepreneurial, where I could define Your my own day-to-day pace, yeah. and, like... Do it at my own pace and not be reliant on other people's like pace so, as so much. Then maybe I would really like it. But I think right now that this is for me. But what about you? Beautiful
0: first compliment. Um, I think yeah. I feel like you your personality is very. It's almost like not keeping up with not keeping up with the Kardashians. Um, I just you kind of like to keep up with the Joneses in a way. I think like I think you like nice things and you like the lifestyle here. I'm a jab what
1: i'm a jap yeah
0: you are and like that's fine yeah but it's like definitely the new york city lifestyle like that's what new york city is all about who's wearing the nicest watch who goes to the nicest place and snapchats it you're on your phone 10 times more than i am it's like but i don't think it's I'm, just a different i don't like, think i'm like
1: showy with like like no I, you're like,
0: not showy with your like clothes and stuff like yeah, that like no. i
1: have all nice clothes but oh, i don't nice. like i don't wear like a gucci belt or something like that where i look like a schmuck
0: no, I'm not saying that you're a schmuck. Yeah. Don't get defensive. No, I'm not.
1: I'm just. I'm just, you're just. saying people might not know me, so I'm just throwing it no, out. No, he just he buys ninety dollars t-shirts that
0: look like they're thirty, and and he wears them well. What do you
1: mean they look like they're thirty? They look like they're ninety dollars t-shirts. Which they is don't look ninety.
0: They just look like a nice shirt. That's
1: a cheap t-shirt. Oh, I'm God. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: You just you like to keep up with the Joneses, whether you are showy about it or not. You like that. You like the appearances. You like showing people I, what you're doing. I don't. And, I don't. And living I don't, this I don't, certain lifestyle. I don't
1: know though, because like.
0: You literally just said it. I'm not saying that you flash it in people's faces. You no, like, no,
1: but I I don't like I don't think that that's keeping up with the Joneses. I think that that's being more showy about it is keeping up with the Joneses. Like. So I maybe think, I'm just not I using think, the right. I think term. I like. Yeah, I think I like knowing I have it. Mm-hmm. but i don't walk i don't i wouldn't say i walk around like look yeah. at me like and no, i don't, I, like, I I don't even really I post, on, like, so, like, post, post on so, them, like social like social media that much i'm getting out on to, you because you literally you're making fun posting, of me because the other day so
0: you he has been checking his phone checking who's looked at his story checking how many snapchats he sends like but, so often for the past few days, I'm like, "What is going on but this in the is, world?" This
1: isn't a normal like. I, think I know this it's is COVID, just like, but yeah, me,
0: we got mad. Me, Ali, and Brett. I hope you're listening. We got annoyed because as soon as we sat at lunch the other day matt just pulls his phone out and he's not answering a text or looking at an email he's looking at instagram scrolling 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 and i was like what the fuck
1: direct reflection of the company that i was in but yeah
0: so we're <laughs> never going to lunch with you again we all decided as a threesome we're done threesome fuck off
1: you set yourself up for that one.
0: yeah but i i disagree that you belong in new york city as of now i think that i could see you somewhere foreign for a while but you would never stay Thank somewhere dude.
1: foreign like in another country
0: yeah, you said that you would try Spain, maybe, or London, but you don't really like London. I feel like London would work for you for a little bit.
1: I hate London.
0: But you said that you would maybe think no, about it just I, because of I the wanna, life there.
1: I'm My new thing is Israel.
0: You're not going to stay there. But. No,
1: I know. Meh, maybe I would stay there. But, like, I, there's a ton of countries that I would like to go to. Mm-hmm. I speak English and I don't speak very horribly very horribly <laughs> I speak like very basic Spanish and like that's about it yeah I spoke Hebrew for my bar mitzvah and forgot that's all of about it, it. <laughs> so I don't know like I think like based on that London makes sense yeah. maybe um Switzerland makes sense mm-hmm. I don't really have much interest in Australia or that part of the world really they have
0: bugs you don't like bugs
1: Hong Kong I would be <laughs> awesome and I feel like they speak English but It's just a disaster there right now, so that's probably out of the cards. So, I don't know. I I would really like to get at least one year of experience, just like working abroad. But
0: yeah, that would be ideal. Just something like it's like a test run. Like you know, you're coming back and you'll have your life still. So, it's easier to do that if you have like a hiatus of something. Yeah. Why do you look at me like that?
1: I don't know. Don't you want to (laughs) move?
0: Yeah, I do, but. I don't know if I can move from my family. I'm like just a little baby about think it. they
1: like you more than they do.
0: Oh, totally. No, I'm just, I'm, I've never gone more than a month without seeing my mom, like ever in my entire life. So I just know that unfortunately, if I did move, California is where I've been thinking, which I'm not really sure if that's my pace either, but I just think the wellness aspect and like the beach and the weather and like the jobs that they have out there in media, like you think it'll be good for
1: your mental health
0: yeah and maybe i would change no that's not what i'm thinking about (laughs) just like change some of my habits and figure things out differently and like spend my saturdays hiking and instead of drinking
1: yeah might be healthy
0: yeah i don't know i just think i know that like i said unfortunately my parents probably can't afford to visit me very often if i go there so if i'm doing this i have to know going into it like this is sacrificing a lot of family time for me because most of my family probably wouldn't be able to visit much at all. So that's just me planning out my money and my trips back home, which is also like you have to take into account taking off of work if you can't work remote, which hopefully I can. Just the travel time, everything. It's just a lot. So.
1: But now's the time to do it.
0: I don't want to do it until COVID's over. What is the point of me going no, out alone? No, but I mean
1: like this is, I think that this is the right
0: age. Age time to to situation in my life. Yeah. It. And I, I, agree. I think you're
1: not... You're not locked into your career. Mm
0: -hmm. You have a
1: career that's, I think, very transitionable to different Mm -hmm. roles. Like, if you went on to LinkedIn or whatever job search site and looked for jobs, you would have so many options because of, like, what a broad field it is.
0: Yeah, and that's why I think California would be good in terms of that. I think I could easily find a job. I just don't know if I could do it alone because I don't even know anyone out there besides Joe, so one friend that would be just like just like New York City is hard everywhere is hard when you're an adult to go and like not know anyone or try and make new friends
1: yeah but I, I think to that point like New York City is almost like one of the easiest places to come to because it's so condensed. Like people say it's no. so, but it's so condensed like if you think of how spread out, yeah LA, like, is, LA is or something like that I think it makes it more difficult Versus, and I I don't know, like, what necessarily the, like, young professional community is out there, and maybe there is, like, a district or an area that it's best to live in and that you'll meet new people, but I think of, like, downtown Denver that I know that there's, like, a ton of young professionals, that they all live in one area, um but like i think it would be good to like try if you're gonna go on your own to try an area that it would maybe be easier to assimilate. yeah into. of course
0: but i think the whole problem is which i realized from moving into new york city too i didn't make an effort to join clubs like not clubs but like not i'm talking like college you but sound like a
1: mom like trying to get no <laughs> but it's true
0: like not join clubs i didn't mean it like that i meant like just join like a gym and a dance studio and all this stuff like yeah. i literally joined a dance studio and like was scared to go alone all the time so i have like a gift card with like three hundred dollars on it
1: but really? like, i
0: ended up i ended up going like more when i lived in gramercy because uh-huh. i feel like i was more confident in being alone and everything yeah. so that was easier for me but when i lived in vidai that's when i got the card i never went i think i went once and i loved it but i like felt nervous going alone all the what time what were you
1: intimidated by and in going alone
0: just because you go to dance class, and everyone knows each other for the most part, and it's because they keep going to the same classes. Yeah, so, like, like I think that's what I need you to have do. To that's what that, like,
1: Everyone started.
0: I know, but that's it's intimidating. If you also I like dance is like what I would do if I go to L. A. Too. Like I would want to get back into Pole that. dancer.
1: What kind of but, dance?
0: Yeah, stripper. Uh huh. And but it's also intimidating because like I danced all the time in college, but like don't dance now very often unless I'm at strip club. So it's hard
1: control yourself
0: <laughs> yeah so I just think that no matter where I go I just need to make the effort and make the commitment to myself to stay busy on things that like I'm gonna meet people or like get a f- part-time job where I'm a waitress or something even though I would hate that it's an easy way to meet a lot of people so
1: yeah and I think that like everything that you just said it you're able to reflect back on it so I think that it's probably better that you didn't try right out of college to say move to LA.
0: Yeah, it would but have been now miserable. but now
1: you had this experience in New York.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll figure it out I guess to be continued Like we said earlier you moved here with a girlfriend and then you ended up breaking up like what a year ish into your lease Um,
1: i'm trying to remember because we broke up twice
0: the final time
1: Yeah, but I, I feel like it's all part of the same
0: Yeah Well, what was it like going through that breakup like living in the city and she was younger? So she didn't have her own place yet things like that
1: yeah, no, I mean I think like backing up I mean, I honestly I think I got into the relationship for the wrong r- wrong reasons. Like was just ready to have a girlfriend after just being a being little in your bit prime of, in high school? Not even my prime, just being a little asshole. And I think that I got in I got into it for the wrong reasons and I think it kind of carried throughout. It just became like a a comfort zone kind of thing. And I think that... You know, it was it was definitely beneficial in a lot of ways to me in college. And I think that's part of why I continued to, like, hold on to it. Like, I always think back to, like, the times I talked to Luke or someone and I was like, I'm just so fucking over this. I don't, I don't want this anymore. But it just kept going. And, like, I never
0: – I feel like I never really even brought
1: it up to her that I was, like, not – like, I don't know. We would talk about it, but it wasn't a real talk, like, I ever so felt. So you
0: just stayed together because you were both comfortable?
1: Yeah. I mean – i i can only speak for myself um yeah. but
0: from your side I,
1: yeah i guess we started to- really talking the second semester of uh, my freshman year of college mm-hmm. and i think like it helped me a lot because i was very much just like when i first got to college into the partying scene and all that that entails and i think that it helped me like with school and while it wasn't necessarily that she was encouraging me to stay in i think it was just like oh i don't need don't to need like to go out, out and do yeah. this so like i can go out and maybe not get drunk or i can go out and i don't know yeah just like it's, it's just easier. like a different when you're in it's a, relationship, a different it's a different mindset yeah. yeah no it's a totally different mindset and it's like oh i don't need to go out this night if yeah. i like have that so i think that that was like a big contributing factor and we We're very good friends, I think, and that's why the relationship, like, lasted lasted. so long. Um, You respected each other. We we got along very, very well with each other. I think that it was more so, like, when broader things were, like, incorporated, that it kind of became... The future. The future. When going out with friends and so on and so forth, that it kind of became Mm -hmm. more difficult and, like in terms of just like the two of us hanging out like we just we got along like we really didn't fight for like the majority of our early mm-hmm. relationship for the first few years like at all that was kind of how how it all started and I think that's just like an important caveat into like
0: why that wh- ended wh- where yeah.
1: thing where things went um and you know we I, I was I graduated like a semester early did my master's online because you need like hundred fifty credits to get the CPA and whatever. And I was studying for the CPA. Um, my like last semester of college and then that summer, and then we went away. My parents took us on a really nice vacation, really nice cruise. Um, went all over Italy. Where else did we go? French Riviera, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's just like mind blowing to me looking back. And I even remember like telling my mom this at one point when we broke up, which is really strange because I don't tell my mom anything. And I don't know how this like came up, but it was just like the point that I realized that like, yeah, like this isn't this isn't (laughs) right is like we were on probably a two week vacation. I think we had sex like two or three times and like we had our own room on the cruise. Like just makes we had our own hotel rooms like in all the hotels we were at. And it was just
0: in like the most romantic places in the world
1: in the most romantic places in the world yeah
0: i had and no idea like,
1: thinking about how she would have had sex 28 times in the 14 days yeah i mean that's normal three. yeah <laughs> so.
0: that's th- sometimes those little things like little quote-unquote little yeah. things are what make you realize like what the fuck am i doing so, because yeah. if even if you feel comfortable and you love the person like that's usually what keeps you is because of the comfort and love but like i realized very late in the game that love isn't enough you can't just love someone you're gonna love so many people in your life you're gonna love so many different relationships in your life that doesn't mean that they belong there forever because not everything's meant to last yeah
1: no i i genuinely believe that like I hundred percent you go through so many stages of life of finding out who you are
0: yeah like i would have i would have never lasted more than a month with i feel like both of my exes at this point in my life yeah. Like there's no way
1: or even started dating started dating, dating
0: them. them. Yeah, I would like no. Yeah. yeah, it's just you realize it then and that was when, like during your time in the city. But then coming back yeah, so to the city like, after your breakup,
1: that was leading up to the first rough patch that, you know, I, I moved to the city and it's such a big change. You're starting a new job and everything like even after that and things that happened like in relation to that, I wanted to have that like going into the city because that was like some sense of normalcy and wanted to keep that you know
0: yeah of course it's comfort, that comfort
1: zone yeah, yeah exactly and um but yeah no so we broke up but then we briefly got back together
0: got back together then finally you realize it needs to be over you weren't happy you weren't gonna have the same ideas for the future you like figured it all out and you ended it for good yeah and then you're in the city which was partially your fault how is it partially my fault? And- we're just gonna have to end it there for part one part two will answer all of your questions i promise thanks everyone for listening i hope you all have a great week ahead and remember to rate comment or review swiping sunday so that i can make sure next episode is even better bye guys